just want to say something real quick. I know it's late in the service. I won't be long because I know that there are um, time, our attention. <laughs> so first Sunday, I got to cut some stuff, okay? Because I see y'all after about one o'clock, y'all gone. <laughs> But I was listening to Elijah on the drums and, and just, New Mission, you don't know how blessed you have to have the talent that you have in our musical department. Really don't know. I think we take it for granted. The choir, the way they sing. I hear other pastors talking about us all the time. I was talking to a um, young man that, that, that comes here sometimes, and he says, preachers throughout the city, pastors throughout the city want to come to New Mission because they want to preach because y'all push folks to preach. <laughs> they say, if you can't preach here, you can't preach nowhere. <laughs> so keep pushing me, okay? And... So we are grateful for the blessing that is in this house. Amen. Amen. We are still dealing with kingdom, God's kingdom church agenda. This morning we are coming out of a Old Testament scripture, Isaiah 55, verses 6 through 11. I'm basically just going to get to the introduction. There's no way that I can get deep into this as far as the principles that it set up for us. Amen. It reads from the New King James as such. It will be on the screen before you. It says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. For his thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. My thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, so do not return there, but waters the earth and make it bring forth bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish. It shall accomplish what I please. It shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Amen. The thought, the thought I, I want you to think with me about is kingdom ways produce favor and blessing. 
Say that with me. Kingdom ways produce favor and blessing. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, let your Shekinah glory rest on us. Give increase to anointing to preach. Give wisdom as I speak. Direct my thoughts, direct my thinking, direct my lips. Lord, let there be an atmosphere of hearing and receiving. Give illumination of your ways. Lord, let us catch this. Lord, let us catch this. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. One of the reasons I love the word of God because it corrects our thinking. Sometimes, even though we've been in church all of our lives, our thinking is in error. If our thinking is in error, we can't properly apply what God's word says to us. Many of us have been in church all of our lives, and, and we think that just because we're saved, that we are blessed. Not necessarily. Oh, I hope I got your attention. We think just because we're saved, we are walking in favor. Now, now let me explain something to you. The door of blessing is there. The door of favor is there. But are your ways that you're walking in, are they blessed? See, see, God wants to bless you. But God has a way. He has what he blesses. You, you just can't say, I'm saved and I'm blessed. You might be. You can be. But let's check out how you live in to see if you qualify for the blessing that is yours. Uh, come on now, think with me. See, because we for too long thought that the favor and blessing of God is arbitrary. Matter of fact, some of us have gotten jealous of folks. Did you know that if when God starts blessing you, and giving you favor, church folks will get jealous of you? Oh, oh I might as well step our way in this. Let's jump in this. Family will get jealous of you. Folks don't understand. They would think that God has is, is, is giving you favoritism. But God says, I don't give nobody favoritism. He said, I'm no respecter of no man. He's respecter of his way. Can I give you an example? King and Abel in Genesis chapter 4. If you read that correctly, it says that Adam knew his wife and he bared, she bared a son and, and then had Cain that had then bared a son. It never says he, he knew her again. Many theologians believe they was twins. Watch this. Can I go step farther? It bypasses them growing up. But, but there's 
their, their granddad is God. Why I say that? Because God is the father of Adam and Eve. Hold on. Let me tap into this. Don't ever think that you are so responsible for your children going wayward. Now, I agree that you got to watch the way you walk because you can be a contributor, but you can be perfect and your kids can still choose to go wayward. Why I say that? Because God was a perfect father and Adam and Eve went wayward. And then his grandkids... Listen, walking right is a choice. And sometimes after you have done all that you knew to do, you planted the seed, but they still went wayward. But I believe if you planted the seed, God got a calling on the seed you planted. And sooner or later, that wayward child gonna come back like the prodigal son. How I know that? Cause that's me. That's me. As well as I got out there, God had a lasso around my neck. I couldn't get away from what I was taught in church. That's why you ought to be bringing your kids to Sunday school. You are purposely planting seeds. Listen, if you think it's crazy now, If you think it's crazy now, wait five, ten years from now. If God don't send a revival, you won't be able to even recognize the United States and the world. It's not getting better, it's getting worse. And if you don't stabilize your children with knowing the Bible stories, knowing that God is real, then they don't stand a chance. My, my God, don't you know we in spiritual battle? Don't you know that Satan know that his time is almost up? So he done gone hard while. got two brothers who are given the same instruction, have the opportunity for the same blessing. I believe that God, when he starts a principle, he starts it in his head way before he introduces it. Why, watch, watch my thinking. The Bible says that Jesus was crucified before the foundation of the world, which means that in God's thinking, before he started in Genesis 1, his plan was already carried out in his heart. So Jesus was already crucified. So watch this. So when he tells them to bring a sacrifice, he wants the sacrifice to look like what he was going to do. A lamb. A life. Blood. For years I heard people say that they didn't understand why he brought, uh, why he re rejected Cain's fruit. Cain was bringing his words. If it's not the blood, it's not acceptable. 
If you're not coming because you've been washing the blood of Jesus, works by themselves is nothing. But if it comes from a place of obedience, if it comes from a place that you love him, here they come and, and apparently Abel brings what he's supposed to bring. Cain brings the work of his hand with his fruit. One person said to me, they said, well, Cain brought what he had. He could have traded some fruit for a lamb. God will never ask you to do something that he hasn't given provision for you to do. God asks us to do the walk in peace, but he has given us the Holy Spirit who gives us a supernatural peace. Many times, we think that God is unfair, and the truth of the matter is God is waiting us to get in line for the blessing. Amen. And let's see if I can make this clear. Taking paper clips, pencils, and pens from your job without asking, I heard somebody say guilty. <laughs> Listen, and we all been guilty. Why? Because it's just paper clips, a pencil, and a pen. No, know what God is saying? If I can't trust you with the little things, how can I trust you with the big things? If you don't have integrity with something that's small, when I lift you, how can I trust you with integrity? It's not about the paper clips, the pen. It's about integrity of our hearts. And if God can't trust us with the little, we, we would be something else when God raised us up. Watch this. I, I was in the store, and this little girl was throwing such a tantrum. And the mama was standing there like, help me. I wanted to help her by taking off my belt. <laughs> My mom was acting like she didn't know what to do. And watch this. If she don't put that cute little girl in check right now, that little girl gonna be a terror when she's 15. See, see, hold on, 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 hold on. See, if you would have if you would have corrected Johnny at three, he wouldn't be whooping your butt at 15. temper tantrum at three is them whooping you beating you, you're afraid of them at 14 15, 13 see, see, see you should have checked it when it was cute, cause it wasn't cute it was rebellion so, so, so watch this, I don't care if you give them time out, I don't care how you do it check that spirit because if you don't check it now, it's going to take over later. And we think, listen, if that's true in the natural sense, what you think God is doing with us? We're his children. And we throw temper tantrums on him. 
We, we think that God is should be charged with, with child abuse and neglect. And God is saying, if you only do, won't I bless you too? Listen, we got to say that favor is not fair, but favor comes with a cause. And everybody's not willing to pay the cause. God wants to give all of his children favor. The problem is those little things that God is telling us constantly to put in check is stopping God from adding more favor. Then we want to have an attitude and say, all I got is bad luck. If I didn't have no bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at What it is is that God is working with us and because we don't know God's way and we think that God is going to bless our way, we haven't tapped in to what God has already blessed. This is not arbitrary. There's a pattern. There's a system to this. God wants to work this thing. And he wants us, but watch it. Then he gives us, even after salvation, he gives us choice to how much, how bad do we want favor and blessing. But you know, many times, let me be honest with you, we want our own way worse than we want favor and blessing of God. Amen. Listen, God has to put me in check. Because sometimes I don't like what he, where, what, how. But when I understand that God wants me to look past what I don't like. Oh, go back to our scripture. Let's walk through this. Uh, 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 This is just introduction. This is just introduction. Listen, I don't care how much you pray. If you out of position. The blessing is God is keeping you. But, but we think that we can do anything against God's best. The fact that grace and mercy is keep. Uh, how can I say this? How can I say that? How can I say that? We don't know that God almost killed us. Because of the rebellious attitude we had. But mercy stepped in and said, not, not yet. <laughs> I always say this. Mercy kept us safe until grace captured us. Hold on. The judgment of God should have been on us while we was out there doing anything but God's mercy said, give him a chance, Lord. Oh, somebody need a shout. Somebody need a shout. Matter of fact, let me take it a step further. Mer- when I look back on my life, mercy stepped in to stop me from killing my full self. Because some of the ideals I had, if I would have carried them out, 
I wouldn't be here today. So mercy shut the door and we'll let the door open. Now grace comes in and say, not only do I forgive you, I'm going to give you what you don't deserve and give you the opportunity to get God's best. Bring up Isaiah 55, verse 6. Watch this. He said, seek the Lord while he may be found. You know what this is saying? That there will come a time when God says, you don't want me? I don't want you. It's saying, my presence in all your mess, I'm clear, I'm close, I'm around you, I protect you, but if you continue with the attitude of not wanting me, listen, God don't send nobody to hell. You know what hell is? Hell is for folks who don't want him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So if you live a whole life of not wanting him, why would you want him in heaven? Can I put that in another way? To my sisters, if the boy, I don't care how cute he is, if he told you once he didn't want you, if he walked out on you once, why are you going to go back to him again? You know what God says? Reject me once, reject me twice, reject me three times, you out. Why? Because this is relationship. It's the rejection of God that God says, I wanted you, but you didn't want me. I died for you, but you wouldn't accept it. But, but, but the acceptance of me now gets you more of me later. But if you don't want me now, I know you won't like me later. And then we have the nerve to charge God with being evil for what we rejected. Because we don't understand biblical principles. Look what he says. I'm right here. He said, call upon me while I am near. What you're saying is, at some point in your rejection, how can I say this? There's some blessings I think we all missed. Amen. And, and then what's it? And, and it, <laughs> I gotta say it. And then after we don't like where we at, we try to go back and get what he offered. And it's gone. And we have the nerve to say God was wrong. Okay, I knew y'all were going to be quiet on me today. Watch this, watch this. Let us, he says, he says, let the 
wicked forsake his way, let the unrighteous man his thoughts. At first, I thought you were just talking about non-believers. But look at that next verse. Let him return. Huh? Return means I once was there. Oh, he's talking to Israel. His chosen. His picked out. They know God. He ain't talking to Hebrew. He talking to his chosen. His picked out. And, and in the relationship, God didn't turn his back on them. They turned. Did you know what's possible? To be in church and still not be close to God? You know, we always talk about the prodigal son, and we were talking this in the office. At least the prodigal son knew his father's heart and knew that when he ended up with nothing, he knew that if he go back, his father will receive him. Hold on, let me go a step further. The son that is there in the house was also given his inheritance. So here he is in the house, and he don't know his father's heart. The saddest thing is to be close in proximity, living in the same house, and have no intimacy. Amen. Amen. You can be by yourself in a full house. A person has to want to know your heart to get to know your heart. I don't care how much we come to church. If we don't want to know God's heart, let's go on. He said, I will have mercy on him. And our God will be, what's this? He will abundantly, and I said, hold on, hold on. Okay, you pardon. What's abundantly pardon? Y'all ready for this? Okay, this is what he's saying. He's saying, I won't even remember what you did. You know why this is so important? Because Satan is the one that condemns you for your past. He constantly reminds you what you used to be, what you did, and bring false guilt on you. God says, I don't even remember. I threw it as far from the east from the west. I threw it in the sea of forgetfulness. So when you bring that up, God said, I don't remember that. What you're talking about? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Let's go with this. Let's go with this. God does not condemn his children. God don't bring condemnation on his children. He will correct his children, but condemnation is negative talk about you. Okay, let's go this far. Even if somebody in the church bring negative condemnation on you, it's not of God, it's of the devil. Now let me say that again. God does not bring condemnation. God corrects us and brings us in with love. Never forget, my nephew here, Derek, my nephew. I don't know if you remember this. You was growing up at my mom's and my father's house. I was there, and I was help raising you. And in that, I don't know what you did, but I remember whooping you. 
other than hard work. <laughs> but you know what he did? He didn't run from me. He ran to me. He said, Tracy, and he grabbed me. You know what I did? I quit whooping him. And I hugged him. Did you know? That's what God, he broke me down. He melted my heart. He said, Tracy, and he ran to me and wrapped his arm around me. And I wrapped my arms around him. It's relationship. It's that connection that I'm doing this because I loved you. So I don't run from him. I run to him. And in my running to him, that's what he wanted all the time. My son Britt had a, a phenomenal thought. I, me and him talked about this. He one time he said, he said, Dad, when I have kids, after I spank them, I'm going to hug them. And I went on about my business. And then it hit me. And I went back upstairs. I said, Brett, why would you hug them? This is what he said. I want my kids to know I'm correcting them for the behavior, but I love and approve them. Do you know what I thought? You know what God does to us? He hugs us. God don't stay mad. God don't even get mad. His children, he is trying to correct that bent in love because if he allows you to continue in the attitude that you're in, Amen. you Amen. without correcting a parent that don't correct their child, don't love their child. Because I'd rather correct it now than let the police correct it later. true in the natural. Isn't that true in the spiritual? God said abundantly I have washed it. We've been fed the wrong ideal about our father. It's the word Abba which is the word of intimacy. It is the little toddler that comes to their father. All of us are his little children. You can be a hundred and to God, you still a child. Needing him. Should be, should be relying on him. He wants you to come up on his lap and let him put his arms around you. Whoever told you you're supposed to be independent of him. You're supposed to be dependent on him. God comes to him, not fussing. God comes in Genesis chapter 4. He says, why you mad? Why you got an attitude? He said, if you would have done what I told you, wouldn't you be blessed too? Now, now this, this is the awesome part. Look at there. When you walk in favor other people can see it. I don't know what it was, but Cain knew Abel walked away with something he didn't have. Ho, 
watch this. When we go step further, people can see the peace of God. People can see the anointing. Listen, you don't have to run around telling people how blessed you are. If you're really blessed, just walk in your favor, walk in your blessing. Folks see it. Now watch this. Hold on. Can I, I'm gonna, can, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I can I can I can I put my foot in it? Watch this, watch this, watch this. I'll put my foot in it. The both of them in there, you said it. People would think that God is unfair. But, but it's not the unfairness of God. God meets us at the level we give to him. Listen, 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 watch this, watch this, watch this. If you only give him a portion of your life, he only blessed that portion. Then when you see a person that has yielded everything, what they walking in God will show up greater than what you walking in God. And it's not that, and it's not that God is being unfair. God is meeting you at what you want. I hate to say this, but some of us don't want no more. We, we hold more precious what we are more than what God has for us. Oh, did you hear that? Let me, let me dig this. Let me. Sometimes we love the image we made of ourselves more than the blessing God has for us. And what I realize is this. You don't even know who you are. Can, 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 can I help you with this? Let me, go, let me take it a step further. I've seen people who's no longer on crack, but they got crackish ways. I need to explain this, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. For those of us who don't understand my concept, what happens is, is that when you are on drugs or alcohol, your home training that you was taught, you lose. Somebody help me out with this, because there's a pair. I've heard parents say, I know I taught them better than that. I know I gave them, but, but, but after being on drugs, you, it's survival, and, and you lose all of that. And you say, who are you? I, I know you, they have taken on a whole new identity, and they lost what they, now watch this. So now they have quit drinking, they have quit cracking, but they haven't changed their habits. Still, you saying, you sure? Well, let me see your, your drug test results because something right here. You, you know, you used to be so clean. Now you don't take a bath. You don't, you don't, you don't. You just, what's, what's wrong with you? Crack its ways. 
when you are saying we still have worldly ways. And unless we discipline ourselves in the ways and the thoughts and hearts of God, we will continue to act like we used to act and wonder why we don't have more blessing and favor. No church adequate. No church stuff. No, 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 no. We can do this for two hours on Sunday. But catch me. It's funny. Went into this store, and this woman was saying, "Oh, God bless you." And she leaves. She reading the counselor. God bless you. And you know, and it was a long line. Also, I heard her just start. Beep, 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 beep. I said, "Wait a minute. I know I'm not hearing it right." Because <laughs> I just heard her say, "God bless." She counseled out everything about God. Did you know you can counsel out your blessing? Working hard to get the blessing, but until I allow God to bring me into alignment in the area where he's working with me, I am dig, you can dig up the seed you planted. And because we don't know these principles, we take two steps forwards, three steps back. Two steps forward, one step back. You know, why? Because we're working against ourselves, not knowing that these principles are inactive on us, whether we like it or not. Look what he says. He goes on to say, and then I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Let's go back to King and Abel chapter. He says this again. Cain, he says, that's right, you playing Cain, ain't you? Thank you. Man. I appreciate it. Okay. He says, Cain, you can have what she had if you just go back and do what you're supposed to do. Second opportunity. A chance to repent and do it right. Trade some of your fruit for one of his lambs and bring it to me. And, and I'm a respecter of person. What I did for her, I'll do for you. Then, hold on. If you read the text right, this is what it says. He says, he says, if you do not do well, warning. In the vacuum opportunity to do well but in the vacuum there is no such thing as a vacuum when you have the opportunity to do right somebody said do it I agree <laughs> because if you don't look what it says sin or Satan lies at your doors the door what? Your heart. Yes, sir. It desires you. Yes, sir. He said, but you can rule over it and not rule. But you know, all Satan needs is a crack. Did you hear that? He just needs need a little crack. 
there's just, just, just a little, there's an opportunity. You know, you know. I, I hate to say this, but I'm gonna say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. I used to work in a foundry, and we had a rat problem. I mean, these suckers was big. Yeah, you ask the question, what, what did they live on? They was living on the mice. Bird, you worked in that foundry. There was a rumor that they brought in cats and the rats beat up the cats. Am I right? Matter of fact, y'all think I'm kidding. I ain't lying. It was a double door and it was a front and it was a door going out and door coming in. I was coming in one morning and a possum was walking out. I looked at it. It looked at me. I said, must be the night shift. He didn't move. He stood at me. He said, what's up, bro? I said, what's up, bro? Oh, y'all think I'm kidding. I am not kidding. A real story. But the thing about these rats was they could get up under doors. Didn't take much. Just a crack. Satan will slither. And you're right, he got crack his ways. <laughs> and get in. So, so I said, you know how you shut the door? Do well. Do what you know to do. As quickly as possible. Repent and just do it. Otherwise, when we don't understand why all this, you know, let me just go here. There's a difference when all this is happening and you in God's will because you got peace and favor. How I know when things are crazy, whether I'm where God wants me to be, the peace that passes all understanding. I can't even understand it myself. But I'll be crazy. I'll be poor. I mean, there, there's a sustaining power of God that, that when you should be exhausted, when you should be tired, and then you just keep on trucking on. Ain't nothing changed. But there's a peace. There's a, there's a peace in your mind. There's a peace in your You know God got you. And God will give you confirmation that he got you. But when you're out of this wheel, it's like, and it's on the inside. It can be a hurricane. But I'm in the center of it. And anybody know anything about, about, about a tornado? The middle part has peace. It's the outward. Now, isn't it how God uses nature to give us a description of what he would do? I said, hurricane all around you, and you're in the peace of it. And it's... Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Won't he do it? Isn't he able to do it? Okay, let me go here. Let me, let me wrap this up. This is just an introduction. He says, my thoughts 
it's not your time. He said, he said, you know what he's really saying here? He's saying, you have to learn my heart and my ways. You know what the hardest part of this though? Is once you dare, God won't move quickly. Oh, some of y'all just shut down right now. May I tell t- for you personally, you, you know what's the hardest thing? The weight. The weight. But you know, I realize that God does his best work in me in the weight. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Because many of us has jumped out and did it before God said anything. And we thought that we knew what we was doing. You done married that joker. Now you want to kill that joker. But, uh, And then God just said, I never told you to man. Listen, listen, you know, hold on, hold on. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Pray for me. Why are you going to pray about the joker that God told you to marry him? God told you not to marry him. And now you're going to marry him. And now you ask the God, why didn't you save me? I hope God does. But you didn't have to be in that in the first place. I'm learning to bring God in everything in my life. Because whatever I don't bring in in my life, I'm going to mess it up. I, I have learned enough through my pains, through my wounds, through my tears, through my sleepless night, that it works out far better just to do what God told me to do and leave the end results to God. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all need to hear me. See, see, even if it don't feel like it's working right, as long as I know where God wants me to be, it really doesn't matter. Because the presence of God, the peace of God, the, the, the favor of God, you know, favor is better than money. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Favor is better than money. Favor will open up doors that money can't pay for. Hallelujah. So favor will connect you to the right people at the right time. Favor will get you favor in the store. The person at the cash register start pulling out coupons and blessing you. Favor. This is going on sale a week from now, but I'm going to give it to you now. Favor. So you get a, a refund check that you know you don't supposed to get. I know you. You go and cash it and think, I know they're going to call it back. I know they're going to call it back. Go 
and check a bill and it said pay for and you know good and well you didn't pay that. How many people know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Anointed, call, but you gotta wait on the appointment. Gotta wait on the fulfillment of it. You know why? If God takes you there before your character is ready, instead of it being a blessing, it will become your curse. I have learned in the waiting process to diligently God to put in order my character. You see, because I want to be able to handle the blessing he has set before me. Because unless my character is able to carry the weight of it, the, 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 the appointment and the fruit of it will kill you. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Meantime, we're not ready to be blessed. It's not that God can't bless you, but what he has for you is greater than you can carry right now. So he has to put you in a place pressure of heat of temptation and watch you wait on him with an expectation hold on, hold on, hold on hold on, hold on. Can, can, can he stand there stand up Hebrew 12 said this and if it's with Jesus you know it's going to be with us it said Jesus endured the cross Watch this. Looking at the joy that was set before him. Oh, y'all don't hear me. It's not that he didn't see the cross. It's not that he didn't know what he was going to go through. But he knew he had a promise on the table. He knew after the cross and in the grave for three days on the third day I'm going to get up with all power in my hand hold on listen, watch this, watch this, watch this and he knew that he was setting the way for you and me so he was setting up his kingdom that he had brothers and sisters that would reign with him rule with him now hold on, hold on so he said I can go through you because I'm looking at that so you know what I'm learning it's not like I don't act like it's not there. I know 
the problem is there. I know the problem is there. But I make a choice to look beyond. To look beyond. To look beyond. I know Satan's talking. But I make a choice to not listen to what the devil's saying. And I say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I bless you. You are my strong tower. You are my fortress. You are my way maker. You are my joy. You are my salvation. You're my shown you. It helps you to step on through what you're going through. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Matt, listen, this is what I'm saying. You got to keep on pushing because you believe what God has said to you. You believe, you receive. You know what? I said, can I speak to you for a minute? Yeah, man, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. You're going to be part of my sermon. Amen. You know what God was going to do? While you're walking through, he give you glimpses of what to hope for. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's this? See, he gave you a vision, but the vision haven't came yet. So at your weakest moment, God, 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 God would do this. God would say, I don't know how he does it. But, but, but now you're walking, and if you keep on looking, then God be looking for it. You gotta be waiting on it. You gotta have the expectation, and God will go. When you doubt it out the most, God will say, Remember the promise. Remember the vision. I know, I know you're going through. I know, I know, I know it hurts. I know. Let go of 